Sense and Nonsense A to Z, where we pick topics based off of the letter of the day. Today is episode six of season three, featuring the letter F. We're family and we're your hosts, A, T, and Z. So let's get started. Hello. Hey, Z. Then dog. Oh, that's right, Vendog. Vendog, which is Norwegian for like good day or nice day, that sort of thing. Awesome. Yeah. So what's going on in New Jersey is uh, we're having some air quality issues based on, yeah, the Nova Scotia fires, the wildfires oh. that's going on. So there's a little bit of haze. Otherwise, we would have like beautiful blue skies, but you mm. could just see a little bit of haze. And ever so often, I was outside for a while because it was—it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness I don't have any kind of asthma issues or anything like that. But every so often, I can smell a little bit of the fire. Oh, every really? so often, yeah, it's weird. Oh, so, that's freaking. It is. You know what I wanted to talk about real quick before mm. I ask you how you're doing. We're into June. We just had May and May in our family is big on birthdays. Okay. It is. And I meant to tell you this the other day and I forgot to tell you. So I went to Wells Fargo, which is my bank down the street. And I, um, I cashed a check and I wanted, I wrote on my little note that I sent in from the drive-in crisp dollars. And I gave him the denomination that I was looking for crisp mm-hmm. in quotes. Right. Mm-hmm. So the crap that I got back, Aww. I was like, what part of this is crisp? So I buzzed and I said, yeah. I need this for birthday presents, right? Yeah. And they were like, oh, sorry, send it back. One had a, like a note on it. Somebody scratched a uh, note on it uh, and there was ink all over another one. I'm like, you know, should I have said clean, mm-hmm. clean new, maybe? Crisp? Yeah, new? new. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I know. Uh-huh. I know. They should take those notes out of circulation anyway. Once they get them back in the bank, if people have scribbled on them or something, they should take them out. They're defaced, right? Well, I mean, it's still good as long as more than 50% is recognizable as currency. No, it was all recognizable, but, you know, to that as a present, you know. No, I agree. It's not like you're getting it from an ATM. You're going to the bank. (laughs) Exactly. I wrote him a note. Yeah. Which also reminds me that my friend Kathy went to the same bank couple weeks ago and she cashed a check and they said to her we don't have that kind of money here it was a couple thousand dollars she was looking for they they said you have to schedule that and then they asked her what do you need it for it's like your damn business that's exactly what she said it's like you're asking me why i need to take my money out of the bank are you kidding me yeah like what is this new that's big brother baby yeah that's big brother yeah. i have cashed a check before because i was moving states mm-hmm. and they ask you what's it for and i'm like this is none of your business yeah what i'm doing yeah. with my money this is none exactly. of your business well even if i'm doing drug deals still <laughs> none of your business do you ask me why i'm putting the money in exactly and why where i got it from taking the money out no exactly. no Mm-mm, i know yeah we had to do that too we had to schedule it it's like come on schedule it. yeah exactly it's a bank i get know together i know, you know? go in the vault like go in the vault go get me my, it's my not money. like i'm asking for a hundred grand exactly you know it was just a couple thousand she was asking for you know yeah so how are things with you well um the kid and i went to a restaurant 
And normally I try to find something that he can eat. Breakfast food's a little bit tricky because he's very particular about it. Like previously he would only eat pancakes from McDonald's. Oh, okay. And we went and I've gotten him pancakes before. I've tried waffles, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. We went and I got him a pancake and it's a huge pancake. It like takes up the whole plate and I cut Mm -hmm. it in fours for him. And initially he was like, no, 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 no. And then he proceeded to eat it. He ate the whole pancake. And I was with friends. We were out for lunch and he ate the whole thing. It was so good. I was so impressed with him. And then after he ate it, he's like, okay, let's go. (laughs) I don't know how you guys are doing, but I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good, good. Tell him I said hello, by the way. I will. Thank you. All right, ready to get going? Let's do it. Okay, I got a quote this week. It's from Zig Ziglar, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Failure is a detour, not a dead end street. Mm, do you find this quote to be true? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. All right, let's go beyond normal for a second. Okay. I feel like when something doesn't work out, it's just the universe telling you that you need to adjust your course. Mm. You know, you're not on a path that's going to lead to the best outcome. For instance, take the Harry Potter series. <sighs> okay. That first book got rejected a ton of times, like something like 12 times sure. from publishing houses. Now, that rejection was obviously not indicative of the quality of the work itself, right? Because mm-hmm. that's gone on to be a billion dollar book series, right? Right. So it's just that those publishing houses, for whatever reason, weren't the right ones to take that material to the world. If J.K. Rowling had given up at that first rejection or failure, if you will, Mm -hmm. a beloved series that positively impacted millions would never have seen a bookshelf anywhere. Good point. I have an example. Yeah. The Ring Doorbell was rejected by the Shark Tank. That's right. That's right. And then Richard Branson saw that and said, hey, Hey. it's a great idea. Exactly. And they took that and developed it. And? you have one and I have one. I mean, come on. It's I a know. Thing. Yep. It, I love that thing. Yeah, me too. And there are countless stories like oh, yeah. that. I mean, oh, yeah. lots of people are familiar with that famous story about Thomas Edison trying to invent the light bulb. Mm-hmm. He made 1,000 unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb. Right. And then a reporter asked him, how did it feel to fail a thousand times? And then Edison said, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention with a thousand steps. And that's it in a nutshell. Genius. Genius, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So if you bump up against a quote unquote failure, don't think of that as the end. Think of that as the need to turn, to change your direction, even sometimes just a little bit. You Mm -hmm. don't know where that's going to lead. And if that winds up being another turn again and try again, you know, You've only failed if you've stopped trying. Beautiful. So I have a top 10 list this week. Okay. Funniest one-liners. And this is per Reader's Digest because who knows funny? (laughs) I'm very interested to see what this is. I looked all over for like a funniest list, kept on giving me like just a lot of 
verbiage. Uh-huh. And I just wanted one-liners, you know? Yeah. And I came across some kid jokes. Where do you <laughs> learn to make ice cream? I don't know. Sunday school. <laughs> so that's a kid joke, right? So anyway, <laughs> yeah. so here's Reader's Digest one-liners. Did you hear they arrested the devil? Yeah, they got him on possession. These <laughs> are just silly. They're like dad jokes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What did one DNA say to the other DNA? Do these genes make me look fat? <laughs> My IQ test results came back. They were negative. Oh. What do you get when you cross a polar bear with a seal? I don't know. A polar bear. <laughs> Why can't you trust an atom? Because they make up literally everything. Oh. And this is an oldie, but a goodie. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Mm. What do you call a hippie's wife? Mississippi. <laughs> What's the difference between an outlaw and an in-law? Outlaws are wanted. <laughs> Scient- <laughs> Scientists have recently discovered a food that greatly reduces sex drive. It's called a wedding cake. <laughs> Before you marry a person, you should first make them use a computer with a slow internet connection to see who they really are. <laughs> so anyway, so these are the one-liners, okay? Well, that was a funny list. I got some laughs out of it. <laughs> got a little chuckle out of those? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, Reader's Digest, they know funny. They huh? know funny. <laughs> I've got some A to Z headlines. Alrighty. First one I have is in Southern Australia. There's a six bedroom mansion that's on the market for $3.35 million. Features include a half court basketball court, a pool with a water slide, and a cinema with a full size Iron Man figurine. Hmm. But the big draw is the two huge transformer statues that are in the front yard. Oh my gosh. 14-foot statues of Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. You should see them. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like, oh my God. Well, somebody was a big... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. If I bought that house, I would put like motion sensors and stuff in them and <laughs> bring Lights people and out. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. The second thing I have is something I'm sure you heard. Asiana Airlines will no longer sell tickets next to the emergency exit due to one of the passengers opening the emergency door during a one-hour flight the other day. Yeah. Is that just crazy? That's crazy. They were going to land in the next couple minutes, and this 30-year-old guy just, from what I heard, is that he said he got claustrophobic. And people had tried to stop him, and they were unable. But what's amazing is that nobody really got hurt. You know, they had some sort of um, hyperventilation injuries, and but that's really it. Oh, my so, gosh. Next thing I have, talk about airlines. Qantas has a new neighbor-free program that lets passengers block out the seat next to them for a fee. Well, yeah. Yeah. So 48 hours prior to departure, you can check to see if there's empty seats. And if one's next to you, it's usually about 20 to $40 that you can spend to um, block it out. That's worth it. Sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. for instance, if my son and I were traveling yeah, and, and we were in a three across and exactly. there was one in the middle, I would definitely well, pay for that one. 20, 40 bucks, it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Next thing I have is in Fort Meade, Maryland. 
seniors listed a high school for a senior prank on Zillow. They offered it for sale for $42,069, real, <laughs> real cheap. Anyway, the comments were, nice half working jail. All 15 bathrooms come with sewage issues. Ooh. Dangerous unfinished sections that could cost you your life. Oh my goodness. Your neighbors are rodents and insects and they will make you squeal. <gasps> the officials thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, obviously it got removed from Zillow, you know. Yeah. And yeah. It, but the kind of their response was um, you know, they kind of didn't value it correctly <laughs> for 42,000. Too much? <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> Oh, man. And just the last thing I have is that we lost the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner, on May 24th at the age of 83. Mm-hmm. This one, this one hurts. It you sucks. Know? Yeah, it does. It, it sucks big time. I mean, you know how many times I've dressed up as Tina Turner. Yeah, definitely. As a matter of fact, I have people who call me Tina. <laughs> to this day. That's funny. They call me Tina. You know, um, my broker actually says, you are the best Tina Turner I've ever seen. Oh, you know? that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, well, I told you what I do with Proud Mary, right? What's that? Whenever I'm like down in the state of the, either the world or myself, or I feel like I'm in a funk or whatever, mm -hmm. I put on a video of Tina doing Proud Mary. Oh. And it changes everything. That's fantastic. You know, you do the whole thing. Oh, and, yeah. And it's just like watching her. She's not young in that video. And I, she is in you. those spike heels. Sure. And she's doing that whole business. Yeah. You're just like, come on, get it together. Yeah. You can change a cat litter right now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> she's inspiring. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Simply the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am glad she found her mate. Yes. I'm really happy that she found him. Yes. And also that she. They were so she, good together. Yeah. And um, she. One found thing her, I found out, he gave her a kidney. That's correct. He yes. did. Yeah. Yeah. That's love, baby. That is love. Um, yeah. And they live together in Switzerland and it seemed mm -hmm. really happy in Switzerland. So yeah. Tina Turner definitely loved. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, do you have your Big Bang Therapy checklist? I do. All right, <laughs> let's do it. It's season one, episode four, The Luminous Fish Effect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a very early episode, as it is. is evident. Yes. But the reason that I love it so much is because Sheldon, again, gets in trouble. We've got two of those in, in a row where he's getting in trouble. And he not only gets in trouble at work, but then his mom comes and she puts him in his place, which is fantastic. fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the theme is there's a new department head, Dr. Eric Gablehauser. Right. And Sheldon thinks he's a sellout and, you know, that he's basically not done any original research in the last 25 years and that he's just made popular novels about science that he dumbs down. Sheldon and that does he's not, not an actual real scientist. Yeah, yeah. he's not yeah. a real scientist. And, you know, in true Sheldon fashion, he basically tells Dr. Gablehauser <laughs> this and Dr. Gablehauser's now putting up with it. So he fires Sheldon right. on the spot, <laughs> which is super fun. Okay. So I didn't really notice any catchphrases in this episode. Did you find any? 
The only thing that I did is with all due respect, because um, he does that every so often. But I prefaced it with all due respect. <laughs> exactly. Like, you think you could get away with whatever you wanted to say just because you did that? <laughs> yeah. All right. There, there's a lot of food in this episode. Yes. First, yeah. when they're at the department mixer, there's a buffet right. of, it's got crudite, fruit, bagels, cookies, Cinnabites, cake, of course, cake. <laughs> And then once Sheldon's fired, he is doing experiments with eggs. He's right. trying to make the perfect scrambled eggs. That's right. So there's and that. I look forward to your work with bacon. As do that I. Was... <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then when Leonard calls Sheldon's mother Mary in because he's got a new obsession every day. He hasn't right. left the apartment in three weeks. He's kind of right. going off the rails. Mary comes and of course she cooks and she makes chicken and green beans and a whole business and cobbler as well. Which is leading into my laugh out loud moment. Okay. Okay. So mine is when Sheldon's mom is making dinner and leans over to Raj and said, I made chicken. I hope it isn't one of the animals you people think is magic. <laughs> That's my cringe moment. Oh, is it your cringe moment? That was yeah. my laughed out loud moment. <laughs> I, I mean, I laughed out loud, but it's also like, oh, God, you know, because she's trying to be super sensitive. Yeah. But it just comes off so wrong. It is so wrong. <laughs> you know? know? It's ridiculous. Oh, man. She's so my, funny. So that was your cringe moment? So my oh, cringe well. Okay. It's one was, of my cringe moments, let's just oh, say. Okay. okay. Well, my cringe moment was when Howard turned to her and said, excuse me for being so bold, but I now see where Sheldon gets his smoldering good looks. I was like, Ugh. I know. You should hitting on Sheldon's mom. mom. It's terrible. I know. Um, my other big cringe moment was when sheldon was talking to penny about how many tampons she buys yes that was a cringe <laughs> moment too it's like oh no he's yep. like this is a normal human process yeah, her, it's like yeah but i don't want to discuss cycle. it with you for like 30 years yeah so you should bulk up. <laughs> yeah no, think of the I savings know. oh man that, that was one of mine too yeah terrible yes. <laughs> i have a few laugh out loud moments in this one of the ones that I love is when Mary is like done and she comes in and she's like, you know how your dad says you can only fish so long before you got to throw a stick of dynamite in the water. And he's right. like, yeah, she's like, well, I'm done fishing. And she's like, you're going to go, you're going to apologize. And he's like, but I didn't say anything wrong. And she said, listen, I've been telling you since you were four years old, it's okay to be smarter than everybody else, but you can't go around pointing it out. And he's like, why not? And she's like, because people, people don't like, like it. it. <laughs> that's a good one, too. That's a laugh out loud. And my it other is. one that's really surprising is one of his obsessions early on is he's trying to make the luminous fish, which is the luminous yeah. fish effect. He's right. introducing jellyfish DNA into the fish so right. they glow right. for fish nightlights. And at the end of this episode, after everything's over and said and done, Mary puts him to bed and she turns out the light and he turns over and there is a glowing fish. That's my other one too. Oh my God. It's so great. It's so surprising. It's a laugh out loud moment. Yes. And I would buy a fish nightlight. I would, oh, I would yeah. have one. That's, that's awesome. Are you kidding me? It's a great idea. <laughs> it is a great idea. I know. I love when he's like, this is a billion dollar idea. Shh. 
<laughs> we're gonna be rich so Lori metcalf is the celebrity appearance she is she plays sheldon's mom mary yes and i i really love her in that role oh me too on young sheldon sheldon's mom is actually Lori metcalf's daughter of which I never knew until mm -hmm. you had told me that yeah. way back when. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this is perfect. It's, it's perfect, yeah. So there are, there are a few idiosyncrasies in the episode. Mm -hmm. Of course, Sheldon doing all the experiments with the fish and the eggs and the, right. and the loom. <laughs> <laughs> the loom. <laughs> yeah. And then Penny takes him to the grocery store to get more eggs, and he's just a wreck in the car, you know? Oh, he's yeah. like, you're following too close, this and that. And yeah. And then, of course, there's Mary praying and trying to be sensitive, but failing. <laughs> yeah. There's no Spock alert in this episode. No. And the only time I could see Howard belt buckle was in the beginning when they were at the mixer. It was like a black and white enamel. I couldn't figure it out. I don't know what it was. Nope. Um, and the only costumes, I I would say, are, are the poncho that Sheldon made. <laughs> Not a serape. It's a poncho because <laughs> the sides are closed. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget, he has a uh, that T-shirt. It's called a Good Night T-shirt. Good it has Night T-shirt. Yeah, it has a moon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cute. It's cute. It's cute. It, it kind of looks Halloweeny. It did, didn't it? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a Halloween shirt. Yeah, yep. I thought the same. And then the whiteboard is Gable Hauser is working on it at the university, and Mary's right. like, "Come on in." He's just doodling. It's <laughs> <laughs> cute. So now the question. Who do you love most in this episode? Actually, for me, it's Mary Cooper. It's Lori Metcalf. Yeah, she stole the episode. Yeah, I thought yeah. so too. She was so good. She really is. And I like this, it's, and especially since we had done the one with Leonard's mom not too mm -hmm. long ago. Seeing yeah. the difference, the juxtaposition oh, between time. the two moms is just yeah. it's like night and day. It's you great. Know? Yeah. yeah. Mary Cooper is so nurturing and loving. And even if she doesn't understand, she's like, oh, you got yourself a nice loom here. <laughs> Why did you get yourself a loom? You know, <laughs> she's so nice and even when she's digging, she's yeah. still being nurturing and everything. Yeah. And, and Leonard's mom is just like cold and clinical. She'd be like, interesting. You got yourself a loom to compensate for the fact, you know, what I mean? she would yeah. just go off being very clinical. So. How about when she says to Leonard and Penny, you two make a nice couple. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. nice strike a nerve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's very good in this episode. Very good. I love when she shows up. Mm -hmm. Me too. Both moms. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. Deep breath on this. We're game. And I got to tell you, I asked for um, things that you know you didn't do last season. <laughs> Since we think that we have some duplicates going on. Kind of said something along those lines and she goes, I can't remember whatever it was. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, it, and we did say when it comes down to it, we still have to guess it. True. But there just seemed familiar a few of them. Yes. Well. Yeah, they did. All right. All right. You ready to go? Yeah. Okay, the first one. I have a feeling these are going to be tough. Okay. okay. Compost. Fertilizer. Good. Yay! All right. All right. Oh, gosh. See, I think we... Okay. Okay. Duster. Feather. Yes! All right! <laughs> All right. Um... Hmm. 
taste. Fashion? No. Oh, I see the angle that you're going. Mm. Vanilla. Fragrance? Fruity. Fruity vanilla taste. Uh-oh. It's not coming to me. I feel like I'm all over the place with it. Yeah. This one's a tough one, even though it's kind of an easy word. This one's tough. Oh, okay. Give me another Dip. clue. Dip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Sunday. Sunday A-E or Sunday A-Y? A-E. Taste. Vanilla. I don't know. I'm going to need a rhyme. <laughs> okay. Um, Craver. Flavor? Flavor. Oh, my God. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. That's my bad. Oh, I, I and I knew I threw you fruity and it had nothing to do with the other clues. I was yeah. 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 Uh, sorry. Okay. All right. My turn. Okay. Water. I don't know. Full. Give me a clue. Sculpture. Sculpture, you said. Water. Sculpture. Scul sculpture. Figurine. Close. I don't know if I should go in this different direction. If you're going to know what I'm talking about, probably give won't. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Um, Bellagio. It's a restaurant around here. Um, Bellagio. I'm not getting it. Okay. Okay. So, um, this is we the train wreck. This is a train. This is a train wreck. wreck. Yeah. We. You know what? We shouldn't have said anything. We just. Just give me up. Am I? Am I at the rhyme? Let's just do the rhyme. Okay. Mountain. Fountain. Yeah. Wow. So a lot Fount of times they have the sculptures in the fountain. Yeah. 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 Fountain. Huh. Wow. Then I went to Bellagio because they have that famous fountain, water yeah. fountain in the front. I knew it. I knew you weren't going to get that. Oh, my, my next one is um, uh, plumage. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Feather. Good thing yeah, we got extra. extras. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Um, Celsius. Fahrenheit. A. Redeeming ourselves here. I don't know. Ho hopefully. Okay. Past. Future. Future. Yay. <laughs> My next one. Oh, okay. Native. Foreign. Foreigner. Okay. Foreigner. Well, well judges. <laughs> <laughs> Accept yeah. it. Dang it. <laughs> we'll give her that. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, okay. Heater. Furnace. Yes. Oh, yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woohoo. Okay, so this is my last one. All right. <laughs> this is a goodie. Oh, gosh. Gorton's. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You don't what know the heck this. is that? Oh, no. Frankfurters? Okay. Scratch that. Okay. 
ocean. Fisherman. Good. The Gorton's Fisherman. It's the first thing that I thought of when I saw this. Do you know that commercial? The no. Gorton's Fisherman. Yeah, I mean, from yeah. ages ago. Yeah. Like decades Sorry. ago. It's the first thing I thought of as soon as I saw that. Oh, God. Okay. No. Last one. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Woods. I'm sorry. Woods. W-O-O-D-S. Yes. Woods. Forest. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Grand total of 41. Oh, I know. we did so good last week. I know. Oh, I I'm know. so sorry about that. I couldn't yep, get flavor, too. man. I couldn't. I was totally thrown with flavor. You oh. know, and I'm thinking, should I have gone to the gum? To like flavor gum? I don't know. Oh, if, if I was doing flavor, I would have done um, like bitter, mm. sweet, mm. salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I know it's hard. I mean, it's hard when you when you, you have know? time to think about it. When you have, you, exactly, you, know, you come exactly. up with different. Stuff. Yeah, I was thinking now that maybe yeah. I should have went like the cinnamon angle. You know? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's easy when you're yeah. not under was, the pressure to come up right. with one. I was thinking the ice cream angle, and um, yeah, and I couldn't say ice cream. I know. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck is going on?" I know. Time to list our Desert Island playlist. Yay! This week's band is the Foo Fighters. And we both love them. We do. And we have talked about the Foos before on this show. And we've been trying to showcase different artists and everything. But when it comes down to F, it's Foo Fighters. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we got to just do the Foo Fighters. So, So that's what we're doing. So, what's your number one? Okay, so I'm going to say that we're going to be alike on two. Okay. I'm going to stick with that. All right. All right. My number one is The Pretender. Yes. <laughs> that is too. my number one. Yep. Love and it. and I, I know I've said this in the past that um, it's all about how, what I would do on the island and I'd be working and I need music for work. Mm-hmm. I also want to add that I want to sing on the top of my lungs. <laughs> Because there's, there's like, no better place to do that than a exactly. desert island. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. What's your number two? My number two is all my life. Yep. I'm Mine too. Something. All right. Number two. Yep. All right. Perfect. Oh man. I know. I know. I know. I'm feeling. I'm feeling the anticipation <laughs> for number three. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Here all we right. go. My hero. Oh nope. That's not mine. Okay. <laughs> That's right. my so, honorable, as an honorable mention. Okay. And I have a feeling my honorable mention is going to be your number three. So go for it. Best of you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> no? No. I went with Everlong. Oh, Everlong. So good. So good. Yeah. But, but I do when, like Best of You, too. Oh, I love Best of You. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so, it's so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's like. I got cheated. Who's getting the best of you? You know, because yeah, exactly. it ain't me. <laughs> and I just feel like it would be like chopping wood. <laughs> like, the best, the best, the best. And there's two ways to think of that too. Yeah, is someone getting your best? Yeah. You know, yeah. or has, is somebody getting the darn best of you? Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. I got to tell you, the other day I was watching a tennis documentary and they were interviewing John McEnroe mm. and he was wearing a Foo Fighter shirt. Awesome. And this is not the first time I've seen him wear a Foo Fighter shirt. Awesome. Yeah. So it must be one of his favorite bands too. You know, I love it and I love watching the videos and, and you know, I said this before, The Pretenders, one of my favorite videos. Just for kicks, I did uh, Learning to Fly. Oh my God. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs, but it's I didn't song. pick that for no. my playlist, right? No, but yeah. you know, it's it's an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I, I would say there are lots of honorable mentions from the shoes, sure. but I can't pick Hero. We can't pick anymore. them all. No, and I can't <laughs> pick Hero anymore because it makes me cry now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because now I think of Dave singing it at Taylor's tribute. Yeah, I know. What you and mean. it's heartbreaking. You know, yeah, it's a it wonderful is. It song. Is. It's a fantastic song, though. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but yeah. like watching, you know, watching him sing it and crying for him, yeah. crying yeah. because my heart is broken and crying also sure. because his heart was broken. Yeah. That's it's tough to listen to that song now. Yeah. No, I, it's my number three, though. You know what? I give you props you it, for that. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, do you agree with our picks? We'd love to hear what your choices would be. So leave us a comment on our Facebook page, Sense and Nonsense A to Z, or if you're listening on YouTube in the comments down below, and let us know which three songs by Foo Fighters you would put on your Desert Island playlist. I have a couple of sports things. So first thing, it's, you know, I saw this report the other day and they were talking about artificial turf. So it's being discussed again. But I remember back in the 70s when I was in junior high, I did a book report on this when they came out with AstroTurf. Mm -hmm. And the turf just doesn't give. And there was just so many injuries. Well, they're now putting in this turf instead of grass in high school in different high schools because it's cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. It's cheaper to maintain, yada, yada, yada. And these poor kids, and this is heartbreaking. These poor kids are getting injuries that are costing them their careers in right. high school. Right. In high school. So um, just uh, turf is, is a thing again. They're talking about it and people are trying to um, stop high schools from putting it in. Um, Over to the NHL, the finals for the Stanley Cup has begun. The Las Vegas Golden Knights against the Florida Panthers. Neither team has won a Stanley Cup, Hmm. which is pretty cool. So uh, ought to be interesting. And the last thing I have is the NBA finals. The Denver Nuggets are playing the Miami Heat. And the Denver Nuggets have never won a championship either. So we have some good stuff going on in sports right now. But um, just, you know, something real quick. That's all I got. Okay. We're up to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Season five, episode six. Detesto Rostial. Mm-hmm. As they said, it trips off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That guy who was the MC, he yeah. was on Gilmore Girls. Oh, see. So the writers, yeah. you know. There you go. So the episode opens in 1985 with Midge doing a stand-up about breaking up with her friend, Susie. Mm-hmm. And that was the longest relationship she ever had. Yeah. All of her marriages combined. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then it jumps to 1990, mm-hmm. where they're doing a roast of Susie at the Friars Club. 
and all these big entertainment business guys are getting together and they're all kind of gossiping you know mm -hmm. yeah all, yeah all together and with what they're saying they're doing flashbacks so i kind of think that that was kind of on a clever side to try to fill us in on what was going on i liked it i liked yeah, it I actually because they would tell too. the story and then they would flash back to the story actually happening and they exactly. were sort of narrating it during yeah. it i yeah. liked that actually i did too yeah yep. Obviously, there were bogus things because, you know, that's how gossip is. Mm -hmm. But um, they were all trying to figure out how Susie got to be so successful. Mm -hmm. And there was just so many different stories that were coming out. And it was so awesome to see that Susie was standing next to Harry Drake when he was dying. And, and that was the most believable it was and i'm glad that that one guy ortiz had his sister was on that ward and he was her patient so she had it firsthand exactly. so he could say no because they they were coming up with some pretty nefarious scheme and I know. they were really outlandish but some of them yeah. were cruel yes and very. and, it and was if you nice know anything about susie you knew that those weren't no. correct i yeah. mean she's a little bit of a schemer but she's not cruel yes and so it was nice to have the record set straight about that that yeah. she was the only one who was there from his own daughter wasn't there no, none of his yeah. associates were there nobody yeah. was there so yeah he signed his clients over to her because she showed up for him exactly which propelled her absolutely you know? and that's obvious and then they had that i love that one flashback that they did with that one that guy who was like a loser when they were went for drinks oh and, yeah and he wanted to dump harry and he wanted her to represent him and mm -hmm. she just put him right in his place that's right and i was like that was fantastic it was it was yeah and then they kind of filled us in on what happened with um joel yeah you know and that um oh how about how about the mob thing how about frank and nikki that uh when dinah came in oh man when dinah came in oh man and i was really proud of susie eye. in that moment that was awesome yeah this is why we like susie so much mm -hmm. i mean she was awesome yeah. she gave her money don't take the subway take a taxi i'll send you chicken soup and babka yeah and, and candy, candy fruit, fruit. yeah <laughs> candy fruit yeah mm -hmm. that yeah. was awesome and then she went right to frank and nikki and said take care of this mm -hmm. i need a yeah. favor and they were like sure yeah. <laughs> what do you need sure. <laughs> sure. as they're popping the heads off of dolls with rolls of cash inside <laughs> exactly. exactly i was dying i rewound that part like four times <laughs> <laughs> so this thing about joel going to prison yeah Okay, so the FBI came and arrested him in freaking synagogue, which, which I mean, come on. I didn't like that at all. You don't do that in somebody's house no, of worship. No. You wait till they're done. Exactly. Um, and have a kava, huh? Oh my God. Do you want to <laughs> kick kava in the crotch or what? Absolutely. What a mm, horrible word I want to call Corporal her. Corporal kava. <laughs> yeah, she is terrible. Midge is not even allowed to touch her grandbaby. Seriously, right? By the way, did you see the aerial shot? Everybody was kind of like wearing pale. And, and she was real bright. Yeah. Red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She stood right out. Yeah. So Joel wrote her this note kind of telling her what was going on and everything and why he was getting arrested. I understand that this is kind of like a shock. This has just happened. She's still in the synagogue when right. Susie comes and they have yeah. it out. But to blame Susie in her entirety for the situation that Joel has gotten himself in. 
I did not like that exchange at all. I did all. not like it. And you know what? She was being ungrateful in that moment. She really was. Yeah. Susie is mixed up with Frankie and Nikki because she was going to die. Yeah. And she talked her way out of death. But um, maybe what she should have done is confided in Midge and just tell her what was going on. And that may have been well, a little bit I don't better, know that but she, she was trying knew. to protect her. I, but also, I don't know that she knew that Joel had done that. You know oh. what I mean? I don't know. How, no, I don't think she did either. How no. much she knew that Joel had no. gone over there and like basically bought her debt. She looked like she was genuinely surprised. For uh, what? Absolutely. For this, yeah. for that, and the other thing. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure she understood that they were not taking a cut of Midge anymore, but they, they're not really forthcoming in their explanations about yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. So it, they probably never told her. So she was a little bit blindsided by it. Right. Yes. She also did lean into the mob, but I got to figure if you're in that situation where they're going to be there, whether you want them there or not, why That's the heck it not? Ended up being. Yeah. He, they said to her flat out, we own you for as long as you're Susie Meyerson. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like she said, everybody was connected to the mob in those days. Harry was connected to the mob. You, yeah. That's just what you had to do. You I know, guess. Joel decided this. That's right. And he knew it was coming too. So, yeah, exactly. I don't fault her for being upset. I don't fault her for being mad, but I definitely fault her for some of the things that she said to Susie, which were way out of line. Well, and in response, Susie said a couple things that were not so nice either. No, they were not. You but know, I understand like... that Susie made her. Yeah. She was yeah. funny, but she also left to her own devices, went off the friggin' rails. Yeah. She was not going to have a career without Susie. True. Reining her back in, yep. keeping her on a path. Yep. You know, getting her focused, getting her gigs and, and exactly. you know, all that stuff. Cleaning and, up her mess. How about the other flashback when they went to uh, the Hawaii? wedding in Hawaii? <gasps> hideous. That's yeah. hideous. To make somebody else break up with your fiance 10 minutes before you can walk down the aisle because you're such a coward. You can't even tell him yourself. Well, and then they have to clean up everything. For her, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And her parents, who's a very expensive cake? Are we going to be reimbursed for the cake? You're not going to be reimbursed for the cake. That's not how cake works. Right. You buy a wedding right. cake, that's yours, whether you eat it or not. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, and they kept exactly. harping on this cake as if it I was know. Susie's fault that their daughter stood somebody else up at yeah, the aisle. Exactly. It was a very expensive cake. Yeah. Well, yeah, talk to Midge then, yeah. you know. And the other thing was, going back to the synagogue thing, mm -hmm. they were making it out to be like, Midge was like, why did I have to play all those casinos to pay off your debt? And that is taken right from Colonel Parker and Elvis. Because that's exactly mm. what Elvis had to do. He went to work at the International to that's pay right. off Colonel Parker's debt. And yep. he had to do that for five years to pay off that debt. So they they stole that. That was not an original storyline. Mm. Um, but also true, saying, I didn't want to take these casino gigs. It's like, really? You didn't want to take those casino gigs, yeah. Miss? I can't miss a day. I got to work, 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 work. Right. I got my, my Gordon Ford day job. And then I'm doing stand up every night. You didn't, you didn't want to do those cushy casino gigs yeah, with yeah. the awesome rooms and the spa. For 15 and years. And yeah. The, yeah. Whatever yeah, it was. On, yeah. Give me a break. I know. I didn't like the exchange. I didn't, I didn't like, like what it. was said. No. No less where it was said. Because yeah. they carried on in the synagogue. And yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. Like, why sit in there and have that confrontation there? Yeah, I don't get it either. So anyway, the end. Kind of made me tear up a little bit. Yeah, well, Midge is 
asking for reconciliation. Right. So what had happened is that at the end of the roast, they had a special video of which it ended up being um, Midge. Mm -hmm. During the whole roast, nobody wanted to talk about Maisel at all. That, no, that was no. A, that was a, yeah. You were, they weren't allowed. They, right. They weren't allowed to talk about Maisel. Mm -hmm. So it was... It was really a surprise at the end that there was a special video that came up and it was it was Midge. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, you know, let's get together next mm -hmm. time I'm in town. And it really touched Susie, mm -hmm. you know. It so, was touching. Uh, she did it, a good job. It was touching. Yeah. Well, she's a great actress, too. Mm -hmm. So Plus, she but, mentioned Jackie, which I liked. Because oh, me too. They yeah. also um, said, you know, at the end, nobody leaves yes. here without donating 100 bucks to the Jackie deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, to that his foundation. Good. So that was good. I like that, that they didn't me too. forget about him, that they yeah. carried him forward. So anyway, I'm looking forward to the next episode because I'm hoping it's that they get together and chat. So we will see what episode seven this is a good episode also because yeah. you you see what they are without one another and they really oh, yeah. need each other to balance themselves out yeah. because Susie is unhappy when we see yeah. her yeah. you know she's she's doing her job she's good at her job she's funny she's interacting with everybody fine but yeah. she's a little bit miserable yeah she's a little bit miserable yeah, you can see that yeah you're mm -hmm. right yeah and you can see the change in her when Midge asks for the reconciliation, yeah. and, you know, she is choked up and she immediately asks for Midge's number and it's there. She's, she's given yeah. it already. So, yeah. and then she decides to walk home. Yeah. Which, that was cool. You know, you, you can see like light has come back into her. Sure. You know, so yeah. I liked that. It was a good episode. It all was. in all, it was a good episode. I, liked I like it. the concept. I like mm -hmm. the idea that they were doing the flashbacks. It kind of filled in a lot of what we were missing. Yeah. So episode seven next week. Yes. Here come my deep questions. <laughs> okay. I agonized over these. Oh man. Okay. All right. Not the first one. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Filet of fish or filet mignon? Um, hmm. I'm going to go with filet mignon. Mm, I know nice. that that's what you're going to go with. Absolutely. Too. Yeah, I knew it. All day. <laughs> right. Number two. Have yes. you ever eaten foie gras? And if you haven't, would you? <laughs> no and no. Him either. <laughs> I, I have had this opportunity. and You declined. have? Yes, I have had oh, the I opportunity. I have never had the opportunity. Yes, I, I declined the yeah, opportunity. Of course. Yeah. Yikes. Yucky. <laughs> yes. All right. Number three. If you were denied permission for a flyby, would you still do it? So in like Top Gun, when he flies by the tower. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Would I still do it? You're darn right I'd still do it. Me too. I wouldn't have asked for permission. I wouldn't have either. I think protocol is that you have to ask for permission. Yeah, I wouldn't ask for permission. <laughs> it's better to ask for forgiveness We'd than permission. For... Exactly. <laughs> that could be another quote. <laughs> there, it's. It, I mean, it's an F, right? We're right yeah. in there. Okay. Yeah. Number four. Would you rather be a foreigner in a land that welcomed you? Or a freedom fighter in a hostile native land? I would rather be a foreigner to a land that welcomed me. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Me too. Yeah, I hate chaos. I would, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in chaos, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. not me. Okay. You too. All right, so we're four for four. You, you, oh, okay. You agree. I, okay. I would definitely be a foreigner in a land okay. that welcomes For family. Me. Yeah, yeah. Number five. What would you say is the primary focus of your life? Another deep question, yeah. huh? Yeah. Primary focus of my life. Wow, this is tough. Mm. That's why they call them deep questions. Yeah. I'm going to have to say to be kind to animals, I guess. Yeah. That's noble and worthy. Okay. I think the primary focus of my life is to work on myself so that I can be the best mom to my kid that I can be. Okay. Talk about noble. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think so because I... He has definitely shone a light on stuff that needed to be addressed, for sure, if I was going to be the parent that I wanted to be. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. So we're we're almost alike. I mean, you know, I'm a furry baby parent, right? (sighs) Yes. And you're talking about being, you know. Yes. An actual actual baby parent. parent. (laughs) (laughs) An actual parent. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Yes. If everybody's focus of life is the same, there will be a lot of neglected life. So we need we need diversity in that field. All right. Those were the deep questions. How about some table topics? All right. Get that red box ready. All right. I love that thing. It's great. Ooh. Ooh, okay. When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? A teacher. Really? Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, what did I want to be? I wanted to be a writer, I think. A writer. When you were young, too? Yeah. That was quick. That was quick. I knew what I wanted to be. Oh. Another grow-up one. Okay. In what era would you like to have grown up? Mm. So if I had my choice, mm-hmm. I'm okay with when I grew up, I guess. I think I would have liked to have been a little bit older in the 80s. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think I would have liked to experience that a little bit more. Yeah, I hear you. You know, and you. pay attention to like what was happening and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I mean, yeah, I'm fine with um, growing up in the 60s and 70s. I'm fine with that. That's good. Yeah, I'm all right. Whoa, this is a tough one. Okay. I would say pick maybe one or two. What's on your bucket list? Well, you know one of them. Mm -hmm. I'd like to go to Greece. Yeah. All right. I have a bunch of things on my bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) But to admit to them is a different story. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you have one? Well, Greece is one for me. Okay. But mostly my bucket list does have to do with travel. Like I said before, I'd like to go and do Scotland and Ireland and Mm -hmm. the touristy things in England that I've never gotten to do. I would like to go to Italy. I would like to go to France. But I would like to do those things well. 
I would, mm. you know, I, mm. I don't want to do them in, in a way where I'm like, oh, because I mean, I've I've been to Germany, Austria and Switzerland and Liechtenstein and everything, but I can barely remember them. It was such yeah. a blur. It was so fast. Right. You know? That's that's the key. It was too fast. It was too fast. If they all have the blend time, together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be a wonderful thing to have the time that you could yes. spend like a month in Greece or something. Oh, that would be fantastic. Be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then another month in Italy. And then another month, you know? Yeah. England. What the heck? Around. Yeah. I would love to do stuff like that. That would be fantastic, yeah. too. I'll throw that on my bucket list. Sweet. We can go together. Sweet. <laughs> another one? Okay. Let's okay. do one more. Mm -hmm. Which of your personality traits would you like to change? You know, we should just do these as deep questions. You I know? was just going to say, this is a deep question. Oh, man. And then I wouldn't have to rack my brain thinking of them. Yeah. I'm trying to kill time because I'm trying to figure out what part, <laughs> what, what I'd like to change about myself. Not that I think I'm perfect. That You know, I mean, there's things that I'd like to change about myself. But as far as my personality, how about you? Why don't you answer this first and maybe oh. it'll give you an idea. You have one? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I would like to change the procrastinating part of my personality. Okay. I feel as though this is a learned behavior that I get from my father. Yeah. And I, I get a visual image of procrastination and it's my dad taking a nap. <laughs> hmm. And I have somehow internalized this. And as much as I try to not do it, it's still something that I battle <laughs> pretty regularly. Okay. I've, mm. I've got it for mine. Okay. What I expect out of people. Mm. I definitely need to stop expecting things out of people. As a matter of fact, somebody said something to me, a friend of mine, when I worked at uh, McGraw-Hill, of which is not really good advice, but I'll never forget it. Expect nothing and you'll never be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And I know I, I expect things out of people. I really do. I expect them to behave in a certain way, you know, respect others or whatever it is. Right. So, I feel that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. right. I love that box. I know. It's good stuff. So good. And Thank they have you, other, table. they have, yeah, and they have other versions too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to, I know. Well, them, right? I, we're going to blow through all, we're going through them. So at so some cool. point, we're going to have to yeah. get another box. So all right. Thank you. Table topics. I just want to let everybody know that we are going to be taking a break for a week because I am traveling mm -hmm. to go to my grandmother's 90th birthday party. Happy birthday, that's, mom. Yeah, that's wonderful. Happy birthday. Yes. And uh, so I will be away and occupado. So our next episode featuring the letter G right. will be released on June 20th. Okay. It's on my calendar. Perfect. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to tell your friends and follow us on Facebook at Sense and Nonsense, A to Z, all one word. And wherever you're listening, please like our episodes. And if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and be sure to hit the notification bell Ding! to get notified of each episode as it becomes available. We appreciate you listening. With that, we're out of here. Thank you very much. We'll see you June 20th.